So, hey everyone, and welcome back. Uh, we are three chatters, so uh, it, it wasn't enough to have 20 minutes. And uh, we cut short last time on how to elevate people, to connect, we hear that all the time, but to elevate people. Dr. Biss, would you like to, uh, to elaborate on this? Well, everyone has a different definition of that, right? So I think we should define first what that means, because the reason I say that is I, I think that, you know, you get some groups of people that elevate themselves by putting others down, right? And I'm not just talking dentists, I'm talking global human beings, right? So some people feel better and elevated when other people are below them. So that's not what I mean by, I guess, when we were talking earlier about elevating people. And then there are others that feel um, happy or content when everyone is on the same playing field. And I have somebody in my family, for example, that as long as everyone is the same or you know suffering the same or happy the same, then she but if one person succeeds or one person fails, then she's a mess, right? Um, and then there are those that, like Dr. Lacoste was saying, like the way you are, I think, where you feel elevated by connecting and by giving. And that's a different type of, um, I guess, elevation of human spirit. So it comes down to how you meet your needs. Yeah. Silence. This is too much wisdom. This I, know, much I wisdom. did not mean to grab you. <laughs> I, I can talk all day long, but like us, I'll let you go first. No, I, I, I was just listening, and, uh, <laughs> and also, but but connecting with what we had said before, uh, I, I think uh, you know we we did say that uh, if we're going back to the industry a little bit, uh, we did say that that, that this was a, a general problem. Uh, across uh, uh, many colleagues where uh, there's a lot of down yeah. and, 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 uh, or, or the way things were done, you know, when you, especially when you get a second opinion or third opinion, you have to, well, I wouldn't do it this way yeah. and, and so forth. And, and, and uh, yeah, I was trying to say that before, but I was like, how do I skate around this? But you just nailed it. Uh, and it's undermining, and it's undermining all of us. Yeah, you know, it's undermining 100%. our profession, and, and and a lot of times it even pushes us away from uh, um, the scientific practice of dentistry. You yeah. know, because then it becomes a he said, she said. In my opinion, is better than yours. Yeah, uh, and I think that's one of the aspects we have to reflect on as as professionals, and maybe uh, where we got lost into a little bit that they may be competition between. Uh, couple of offices in the same city but but we were not we're not a, a costco fighting against walmart you know and it cannot be to that level the problem is gonna be when we return to our offices is that people who are already naturally like the way you're describing the way we all kind of feel those people out of stress of being off work for however many months and then having to still catch up on you know because i've had to pay rent i've had to pay uh, whatever is outstanding, like my operating costs are still outgoing. So a lot of people are going to be lagging behind and you've got a couple of things. You've got one is uh, make up for um, much less dentistry because people are going to be a little bit hesitant to come back and also watching their money more, right? I mean, if you lost your job, you're not going to be doing veneers. You're going to be like 
you know, if it hurts, let's deal with it. If it doesn't, I might even stay away. So you've got, you know, inflated expenses over a short period of time, at least, um, much reduced revenue, having to deal with how to bring your staff back. And do you bring everyone back? Do you bring them back, you know, one at a time? Or how do you structure that? And then, so those people that, you know, we're chatting about, I think that, you know, when people are stressed, they go into their worst. And you will probably see more of what we're trying to eliminate at the beginning, at least, where people are fighting, um, you know, to keep their business afloat and fighting over patients and fighting over these things. So if you're getting second, third opinions, there might be more competition or animosity, not with everyone, but I think certain people are going to go, you know, fear mode and aggression mode and fight to stay alive. I'm going to share with you something I've learned from one of my mentors. He was at, uh, he was the number two of the, of the big bank in here in Quebec. And uh, mainly he said to us that the, uh, the decision that the government Trudeau took to subsidize 75% of the salary was the best measure ever. And this is why it's, if everybody can keep the employees on the payroll, if everybody's doing that, we all have customers to come back to. Now, if we start cutting the uh, the jobs and the costs, what's going to happen? It's maybe only ten percent will be losing the job, but that ten percent will not be consuming. And since we are an economy of service, what's going to happen? It's by the end of the day, we are affected by it too. So the, the whole thing is, if we can just get the message across, yeah, it's going to be hard to, for everyone. We're going to have the governments, at least at the stage, they're hearing us before we have to, to tell them. But the idea is to, stay, to stick together, not just as dentists, but as business, the business class, and to keep employees at least reassured. If there's no panic, they're going to still be an economy to come back to. And this is what's his wisdom. It wasn't French, though, but I invite you to watch it if you're interested. His name is Henri Chatelain. Um, I could offer a flip side to that. And some of the people I've been chatting with, and uh, I have a good friend who's an employment lawyer. Um, and I don't want to get into this kind of, obviously, conversation because I don't know anything about it. But there is a flip side to that that, um, you know, may have some issues. So anybody who is you know, choosing to keep everybody on payroll or not choosing it or uh, bring people back and how to do it properly. Um, this is a real prickly discussion that long-term challenges to work out. Um, I do agree that ultimately, you know, keeping the panic down and keeping people together is the key. Um, the one thing that I think I worry about, um, especially talking to, to some of my colleagues, is that, you know, we don't know how we're like, you know, if we're in a recession or some people are calling it a depression and how the long term economic impact is going to be on people and their jobs and how they spend and how their mind works. We don't really know what we're coming back to. So whatever you're used to, are we going to be like, oh, you know, uh, we come back in two, two months, let's say, open our office and everybody flocks back and everything's fine? Or are we looking at, we open our office and A, people are still afraid. Um, B, people are like, well, do I get this cleaning done or this crown done or this these fillings done or do i save because what if 
you know, I don't get another job or what if my job is going to suffer? So there's going to be like long-term consequences to us coming back. And we don't really know what those are yet. I, I yeah. think it all depends. I think it depends a whole lot on what uh, the solution will be. For example, if they come up with a vaccine and, and everybody, you know, is pretty clear on the fact that COVID is uh, a story of the past. Yeah. Then, I mean, the confidence level will be higher. If we're coming back in weights of the second wave, yeah. which, you know, another scenario is coming back, then it's a whole different story. Yeah. You know? And we have to do that if we're coming back and when's going to happen, there's going to be a lot of new regulation that we have to deal with just to yeah. make sure that it's, it's safe. So uh, I think we have to prepare for the worst. But the chance we have, since we're positive people, is we have a month in front of us to think. This is why we're doing this. <laughs> So I, I, I always believe, like, I mean, I'm a big believer in a strategic plan and it's one thing I do all the time. And I, I plan like every little detail of my year and I'm, we literally just had a meeting in November about what this year was going to be like. And obviously with this, things are going to change. So I'm sitting down to redo my strategic plan and it's always based on two scenarios. One is, and you got to look at, you know, what this really is going to do to our business most likely like what do you think will be the impact and then you plan for that you structure that you structure your expenses you structure your money you structure your people you structure your scheduling you know the way you're going to deal with patients what your goals are what your action plan is and then i always once i'm done with that um i always look at better than it than it is or better than i see it and what if you know, what if things do get better as a result? What would that look like? And what would I want to accomplish if things were better than I think they will be? And then create a plan for what do I want my practice to be, say, in the next year or two, if we come back and things are really good? What would I change that I really haven't done because we've been so complacent and so busy? We've had a great 12 years, right? So we kind of put a lot of stuff aside. But now if we come back and things are good and we appreciate the fact that things are really good, what would you do differently? You know, would you be different with your team? Would you maybe restructure the way they work? Would you restructure your schedule? Would you maybe change some patients around? Would you do something different in your office? So that's kind of the thing that I really want to push across is yes, we all have to plan for, you know, the downturn. But I think it's really important to see the bigger picture and look at what, what it could be as well. I think that like us, you have a lot to say about what can we do differently. You like to take the, the mic? Uh, there's definitely a lot of things we could do differently. But, uh, but I think, I think uh, if I piggyback right on, on uh, what Liz just said, uh, I believe our planning for for you know contingencies and how i think you have to find an, an, an ideal version of what you want uh like general print wanna i want five hundred thousand dollars in my bank yeah, yeah, no. an ideology and from there if you have an ideology you can scale it to the reality that you live in on every day exactly. um you know if i if i have a lot of money i can contribute more in my in, in my uh, uh community yeah. that's me if i have less i could still contribute to my community 100%. and i believe uh, um you know fundamentally I, I believe that this is across the board across industries um we would have been or we would be in a better position if uh from the get-go all industries 
would be ready or, or would have been contributing to giving back to the community. Uh, a community in general is only as strong as its weakest link. And, and, and I think, and I think us as, as uh, we're dentists, yes, but above that, we're healthcare professional. And health is, I think, bigger than just the mouth and the teeth. I mean, it's part of it, but there's, there's physical health, there's mental health, there's social health, and all those aspects. And, and, and because we're, we've been busy making a lot of money, uh, these things we tend to forget, I think. And I think now is the time to, to reflect on those, to include them, and, and, and to include like a more social uh, aspect to, to the business. And that will, will in turn, those who will accomplish that, uh, relate more to people and, and, and patients will relate more to these professionals. And I think uh, uh, it'll make the world uh, a better place. Now it's a dream like that. A beautiful dream, a noble one. <laughs> Who's the little guy screaming in the back? Yeah, they're yeah, mine. Work at, home. <laughs> work at home is a new reality, yeah? <laughs> I, I told him I, I, okay. I told him I told him 20 minutes it lasted for four hours. <laughs> they tried, they tried. <laughs> just to uh the bodan on what Dr. Lacoste just said, it's um you know that uh I, from my part I was working on a plan to 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 help dentists, especially you know, to, to fight the suicidal rate, the depression rate that was before all of this. And we arrived at the fact that for two years, I tried to make people happier. And this didn't, I don't know why, but people don't react to that. As soon as I talk about, okay, how to become richer? It's, oh yeah, I want to know. So um, because of all of this, we, we, we did start an initiative to, to get dentists to, to know how to use the credit, how, because we, we made it, and how to, um, to be a millionaire mainly. And uh, since I met with Dr. Lacos, it's been now a week and we have spent a lot of time just writing things together. What would what we try to do right now, it's we're gonna help people with getting to be richer and wealthier, but in exchange, you will have to take care of the community. So we're asking for 7%, 5% in time, 2% in in money. And uh, I, I didn't clear that with my board yet, but now, now it is, it's, it's, out, it's, out, <laughs> it's there. out there. And um, I think that this is going to be the way that if we survive this, we're going to just try to rebuild, but with this mentality of not giving back of contributing at the core of it. And it's going to be an autopilot since if you want to be part of this wealth and abundance, it's, it's like, a, yeah, you have to do take care of all the aspect of it, not just your aspect. Um, I know this is a, a private discussion we had together before you joined, but I like to have your point of view from this because you seem to have a lot to say about elevating people. <laughs> That's a bit. Oh, sorry, I, I missed that. I thought you were talking to uh, Eric. Hey, sorry, so I did not hear that. This is good. <laughs> we, we had the same effect, but reverse now. <laughs> yeah, I went silent. I, I missed a part of what you said, and it kind of like zoned out. Mainly, it's. Um, we talk about sharing and, and the first interview we didn't know each other, but at this stage we know that we, we're sharing openly. Um, yeah. What do you think of elevating people, but no, you know that through this crisis, we have to grow. We have no chance. Either you disappear or you grow. But yeah. if you can grow sharing with each other and sharing wealth, sharing knowledge, but also sharing the, uh, the burden of the community, maybe it's one that we haven't taken care enough of, since if we listen to the public opinion, um, and since you have a lot of influence with dentists following you, what do you think of this? 
Well, I think that in general, I think if you always start out thinking if you give people what they want, they will help you get what you want. Um, you know, you said something about everybody wanted to be richer. And I think that we all have a different definition of that. And I think, you know, financial needs have to be met for anybody. And so when we were talking about, you know, how much is enough really for some people, right? Because those are going to be different numbers. But it, I think it does. Once money is met, people are always looking for something else in life. And I think if, uh, if you can help them meet that, they will always help you, um, you know, do whatever it is that is important to you. And that's, I think, how friendships are created too, right? I mean, people connect with each other because they give to each other what the other person needs. And the same thing with relationships with, you know, husband and wife. Usually a relationship like that is good when each gives the other what the other one needs. Um, and the same thing with this, if we can help, uh, you know, through whichever way, like if we can help dentists, for example, create a healthier practice and a, and a more successful practice in their eyes, then they will 100% will support whatever it is that, you know, you want to accomplish, um, whether it's a social aspect or a community aspect or, or anything else. And the number one thing is, is that, you know, we're talking about now with this pandemic being healthy and, uh, you know, making sure our immune system is up to par. Well, business is the same, right? Your business has to be healthy for you to be able to reach out and say, I want to help, you know, this person or that person. So my number one thing has always been that I wanted to create um, a practice that is like strong long-term and like my immune system. I want to always support it. So, um, it's still going and I can do what it is I want on the side. And so I think helping people become understanding that health, whether it's your body or your business, doesn't have to be these huge numbers. It just has to mean that certain things are always met, then they will probably reach out and be able to open up and contribute a lot more than before. Time's fly by. We have two minutes left. Dr. Lycos, let me close. Dr. Lycos? Um, I, uh, I, I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's very, it's very uh, fun to, uh, to exchange like that ideas. And, and I think, uh, uh, you know, it's something we would have never done uh, if this pandemic uh, would not have hit us. And um, I believe that by, you know, doing that with colleagues and uh, maybe we can find, you know, new ways and, and, and guidelines, you know, because uh, uh, those conversations are, 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 are great and we can see every time we have them that everybody thinks more than what we have been doing or, what, or, or the level we've been at. Everybody dreams of something better. Yeah. And, uh, and I think now is a, is a unique opportunity and unique times to transform these things into guidelines that people will actually, you know, implement. So the call to action, what are you going to do different next? Uh, myself? No, no, um, to everybody. I'm oh, actually, sorry. Not, you know, sorry. Like, <laughs> it's that thing. It's like, based on everything, what are you going to do that's better today, tomorrow than you did yesterday as a result of this? Actually, Absolutely. Well, to answer this, it's uh, mainly, you know, in, in Quebec, we're kind of a leading force. And what we did, it's instead of keeping my competitive edge, 
I'm doing everything online now, except for the numbers. I'm sharing everything that we think, how we're going to do it. And we try to fight for everybody. Um, yeah. And I also have to say that meeting doctors like you, doctor, like us, Dr. Biss, it's you really find my definition of peers. I, I was kind of, after a while, uh, losing faith in this. And so, okay, yeah. I, usually I sit at the back of the room. I shut up and then I try to go quietly. But I didn't feel involved. Now I feel involved and I, you, you, you give me hope that we're doing this for something and there's a real human behind, there's a real people, there's real connection behind. What's kept me doing dentistry for the last 20 years was my patient. Now I'm having a lot of fun meeting people like you that we can just contribute. And I say you because I met so many people, great people, that as soon as they, we, we, stop touch, we stop touching each other, now we connect for real. <laughs> and how nice is that? And this had to happen for this to happen. Absolutely. But you know us, it's a, we are men of awards. So now that it's out and you know that it's going to be published, uh, yeah, we'll stop with it. <laughs> I think that the most simple answer to your question, what's the call to action? I think that the first thing is to connect and to come, come together, but to use your own word, we have to elevate each other mm -hmm. and also elevate the people that are looking up to us. So this is mainly the way it is. And uh, with this, I summarize also what Eric was forcing me to, to do for the last few days. <laughs> it's 21 minutes. I would really have to cut this. Is not, I cannot upload it. But people, if you want Dr. Biz to come back, you want Dr. Lacoste to come back, just share and like those and uh, I'll bring them back. If you want me to go, tell me that too. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Oops. <laughs>